When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to it. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Dally M nights in the world of a rugby league. Uh, it's uh, Jason Matthews here tonight. No Sats, no Rat. Uh, Sats is uh, down at the Dally M. He's presenting, uh, well, he's doing a special piece uh, for the Dally M's tonight, which no doubt will feature his dad. He'll be back Tomorrow night, uh, and no Matt Rogers because he just doesn't work Wednesday. So that's just how that works. Uh, thanks to our partners, Kia EV6 GT, World Performance Car of the Year. It is a big show, though. It's a massive show. Uh, Broncos coach Kevin Walters caught up with Patton Hills this morning on SENQ. Uh, I'm going to let you in on that chat. It's a beauty from Kevy. I just love his honesty. Uh, the Broncos prop Payne Haas caught up with uh, Paddy Welsh. That was a great chat. And a Panthers legend, Craig Gower, caught up with Satsa myself, and he'll be on the show real soon, giving, uh, I guess, an angle from the Panthers' point of view. But uh, good oil time now, thanks to Cobram Estate. It's premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. The Broncos have flown to Sydney already, flew out lunchtime today from Brizzy Airport, staying in Coogee. I thought they would have been staying in enemy territory out at uh, Parramatta, just, you know, not far away from the foothills of the Riff. But no, they are staying at uh, Coogee, well away from, from that area and well away from the stadium as well. So I don't, is Wednesday a little bit early to be, I thought they flew down on a Thursday. I think they've only got one, one uh, commitment and the rest of the time they'll just be keeping to themselves. So the Broncos are in Sydney. And have the Panthers bitten off more than they can chew when it comes to kick blocking? Have a listen to this rubbish. You have a look at some of these incidents in, involving Isaiah Yeo during the game. Like, and there's Moses Leota. When, when, when you're giving kick block protection, you're not allowed to move. These are penalties that are just being ignored. Why are they being ignored? I'm surprised the Broncos haven't come out and spoken about it because it's a legitimate conversation that needs to be answered. Because they're not upset like you, Crawley. Every team, well, most teams in the NRL do it. All right, stop beating up the Panthers. What is it? Why Why is everyone beating up on the Panthers? Just let them go. Let them play on Sunday. Uh, that's Crawley from NRL 360 last night. Cobram Mustard, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Kevin Walters, the coach of the Broncos, joins us next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. One of the greatest players of all time, six-time premiership winner Kevin Walters, now looking to go to uh, a new stratosphere heels as head coach of a premiership winning team. Kevin, uh, in a frantic week, we really appreciate you joining us. Thank you, mate. That's all good. Good morning, gents. What's the schedule, mate? Do you take many of them to the Dally M's tonight once you get into Sydney this afternoon or will you be watching? 
No, there'll be a few of the boys. We've got a few nominations that the boys are going in, so um, that'll be a nice occasion for those gentlemen that's, that have been invited. The rest of the squad will obviously stay back at the hotel, and I guess some of them will watch it on telly, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and the, is the Dally M being held in the city, and are you staying in the city for a night or two, or are you going straight out to Accor? No, we're out at uh, Coogee first up here, yes. staying out there, and then the awards tonight are actually at uh, the race course there at Randwick, so... Yep. Um, in one of the one of the corporate rooms there, so it should be a nice evening, I'd reckon. Yeah, it could be very nice. Hey, uh, let's let's put our injury dramas to rest. Uh, the Farnworth, Walsh, Renault, Payne, Haas, all of them. Yeah. Uh, the, how how's the team looking? Oh, they're all they're all good. Yeah, just a, a few little. Um, Herbie was a bit tight, you know, through his um, quad yesterday. Payne was a bit sore in the shoulder. Uh, Walsh is a bit tight in the hamstring, so all just. Precautionary, really, remembering that we're, you know, the game is only last Saturday night. So we're, yesterday we were only three days post game, which generally a lot of players are sore and stiff and tight a lot of the time, particularly at the you know back end of the season where they've got through a lot of work. So yeah, it was just precautionary. Uh, we'll be uh, the 17 named will be right to go on on Sunday night. Hey, Kevin, we're down there the other day for the fan day. It was fabulous, wasn't it? I mean, just the amount of kids there and the the adoration of you know, particularly to the young guys, the, the likes of Reese Waltz and the Herbies and the Paddy Carrigans. Yeah. It was just great to see, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic, and we've been really well supported all year at the Broncos. We are a big club, obviously, but we do enjoy a lot of um, of the the fans wanting to to be involved. You know, with the team, we certainly appreciate that and very grateful for, for their support. A lot of people drove uh, lots of kilometres to get in there, and it was nice to say thank you and just. You know, a uh, final sort of thanks for supporting us before we head to Sydney. It was it was it was a great buzz around the ground, a lot of excitement, um, a lot of energy around the ground as well, which was very good for our players. Oh, spot on, mate. After all your grand final involvements, ha- have you got or have you developed a concise set of priorities for this week? Yes, yeah, certainly have heels. You know, um, training is really important. That's first and foremost. We get that right, and then. We also need to embrace the week. I think it's a great week for players, coaches, the football club to be involved in, you know, um, in every aspect of what goes into getting the team to Sydney and booking hotels and then making sure our schedule and our planning is uh, meticulous leading into Sunday night because at the end of the day, we need to, you know, get that right on Sunday night. That's the most important thing. And for that to happen, it's, we've got to be well planned, which we are. And I'm really appreciative of all of staff um, that we have at the Broncos, making sure that that, that schedule runs really smoothly. Um, you know, being in Sydney is a different prep for us, obviously. Mm. We've got to train at different venues that we haven't normally trained at, so um, we're having a run at uh, Leichhardt Oval on Thursday, which is um, a good old rugby league ground, so that should bring back some good vibes for the players, and then we'll head out to, to a core on, on Saturday and have the final run out there. Yeah, and and another one I thought of, um, which must be a big, it's a big challenge, but it's a challenge all year round, is your staff and their consistency of that message. You you've, you just cannot afford mixed messages anywhere. Do you get them together, or uh, that that's been happening all year long anyway? I bet. Yeah, it's been happening all year long. We're, we're, we're very good with our staff. We've got good, experienced staff with Cardi, you know, Maddie Ballin, Lee Breers. They've all played in, in big games themselves, and I understand. Um, you know, and Alfie is our—he sends the messages out. So Alf's as cool as anyone on on game day, um, particularly you know delivering the message to the players. And the other 
fortunate part we were in is we got some really good experienced players on the field, which the, all the great teams have. You know, Renault and certainly Kurt Capewell are very experienced, and Paddy Carrigan, Flegler, Painhouse, Katani Staggs are all maturing into great leaders, which uh, which is great for our team. That, that's been a, a good thing for us all year, is their performances consistently being, you know, where they need to be. Yep. Hey, just one quick one. Um, Adam G confirmed as the ref, and, you know, there's much made out that uh, Broncos' record with him controlling the games, you've only won 31% of the games. Is that a thing? Do you try and have a meeting with him this week at some stage, Kevy? No, I don't think so. Is that Andrew G's brother or not? He's not as he's well, not I don't think so, but it'd be nice if he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, we're happy with any referee that comes in, you know, They'll, they'll do a great job. Whoever's in the middle, obviously they'll be under a, a lot of pressure, but they're used to it. And he, he's a good referee, so we're happy with, with the appointment and we'll just get on with things. And, you know, it won't be the referee that decides who wins, you know, on Sunday night. It'll be either team uh, making sure that they, you know, that we get it right from ourselves. And um, we had a couple of things go right for us last week. Um, you know, so that was good for us. But you, you sort of make your own luck, don't you, in the big games? Yeah. And if you're in there and up for the fight, well, you get you know a lot of things that, that will go your way. The other one, I think the media have probably done your job for you about this, uh, the, you know, the Nathan Cleary protection racket with yes. their defenders. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious every time you watch their game um, that they try and protect him as he gets ready for kicks. I mean, uh, is that something you know, that, that, you, that you were thinking of speaking to officials about or are you just going to leave that to the media? No, we'll just leave it uh, where it is. You know, we're certainly aware that, you know, and Nathan would be as well. Every week he's under, and same with our kicker and um, Adam Reynolds, they're under enormous pressure to, you know, get their kicks away and get it on the spot as as closely and as precisely as they can. So the more pressure you can put on them, um, you know, it's, it's just trying to give that little 1% advantage on, on every kick. So, yeah, we'll be um, certainly putting a lot of pressure on Nathan with his kicking game because it's, it's very good. It's one of the reasons why Penrith, you know, have been so successful. So uh, we'll have a good crack at it and make sure we put him under enormous pressure, which, you know, will help us uh, in the long run. Well, they st- I'll take it on for you, Kevy, because they're offside. They stand in front of the play the ball and they're the biggest yeah. wall you could ever develop. So, <laughs> yeah. so do, can you, well, I, I can you come right. from the other way? Can you jam in on the kicker? Well, you can, but then that leaves you vulnerable on the outside. They can, it can dummy and mm. then run the ball, which leaves you vulnerable. But we did get a, I did get a phone call from the referees last week before the game about the wall for the dropouts. You know, that was an illegal play. So maybe you know, after some media and some press this week around the blockers, which that's what they, you call them, blockers, and, yeah. and every team does it. Just the Penrith probably do it a bit better than than mm. most. You know, and. Um, yeah, it's one of those things in the game where it's just gradually evolved, given how important it is to get that, that last kick, that kick away into space, or depending on what type of kick you're looking at, the more time you've got, uh, obviously the, the, the better the kick becomes. So yeah. Yeah, it's a big part of the game, that's for sure. Kevin, you, you know you're not going to get any freebies from them. I think they ran at 87% last week. In saying that, you guys ran at 82%. But... Yeah, yeah. you've just got to take advantage of every last little bit. And I suppose, you know, I know it's a cliche, but your X factor is wearing number one, isn't he? Well, we've got a lot of X factor in, in our side, uh, to be honest. And if they, you know, focus heavily on Reese Walsh, we've got Ezra Mann, we've got Katoni Stage, we've got Herbie Farnworth, we've got Selwyn Cobbo, you know, Pat Carrigan, all these sort of players that yeah. can, can do something. Billy Walters is sharp, you know, Bill's had a, a great couple of weeks. So, He's been great. Um, yeah. You know, I... I 
I don't think they'd be silly enough just to put all their energy in, into Reese, because if they do, that you know they'll be in trouble. But the thing when you play the Panthers is, I believe we can, we have the artillery to do that. You've got to, when you build pressure, you've got to come up with with points on the back of that. And if you don't, it's okay. There'll be more opportunities, and that's how mm. Penrith beat a lot of teams. They just play you know the long game and, and know that they'll be in there at the 80th minute. Well, part of our uh, coaching this year has been making sure that our guys. You know, continue to play and, and don't get if, if something doesn't go quite right and you miss points where you should have, that's okay. Get on with the next play. There'll be more opportunities if you get back to work and start working away again. So that's the plan. Um, and we've got good strike. Our defence is really good, really strong. So yeah, this will be a great match for us. You know, on on Sunday night. And our best game is still in front of us. Yeah. I keep saying that to everyone. Our best footy is still in front of us. And we'll when we play our best football on Sunday night. Everything else will look after itself. Yeah, yeah that's great. You, you mentioned him. Uh, the, one of your most underrated developers was Ezra Mam. Has he been in your program, in the Broncos program, for a number of years? Yeah, since he's about fifteen or sixteen years old, Ezra. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so you. So you knew two years ago in in twenty twenty one. He was in the Indigenous Dance Party that watched the teams run out. No, I <laughs> no, I didn't actually know about that. But Ezra was one of these players. He was. He was. Um, chomping away in Queensland Cup as a young player, and we put him in into first grade, and he's you know just went to another level. You know, yeah. one of those guys that just had so much talent. Well, he was a very talented schoolboy, but then a lot of the times, Hills, as you know, that talent doesn't always transfer into the senior game. But he, he, uh, his first game in the NRL was against Newcastle, and he found out about four hours before the game that he was playing, and he he went out and got man of the match yeah. as a nineteen-year-old. You know, so to me, that shows great great maturity. And that he doesn't, he loves the big stuff. The big stuff comes to him naturally. You know, they enjoy that moment where they've got to, you know, just play well and, and do what they do. And he brings so much to our team. And the thing I like about Ezra more than uh, more than anything else this year is his defence. Uh, I think you noticed it last week because he's a target. He's not a real big guy. Yes. He'd be 82 or 83 kilos, but they really target him. And uh, this year he's really stood up to all those yeah. big fellas coming at him. He, he enjoys the challenge. I, I know you won't give yourself any rap, so I will, mate. Uh, what you've done with this team is just phenomenal, and we appreciate every time you give us a little bit of time as well, mate. Uh, we, we can only speak on behalf of all our listeners and wish you the very best of luck. There's there's a lot of excitement after quite a few years of pain down there at Red Hill, and uh, we you know we, we we're all behind you. Yeah, th- thanks, Paddy. I appreciate that. And the thing about the Broncos is we've got good people in the building just like you two sitting there in that studio. So we're very happy to accommodate anything that you need, mate. Yeah, yeah it, It's been a great, great ride. It's been a great ride, Heels, but we've, got, we've still got one more game to go. I'm very determined about that. You know, when you're at the Broncos, it's nice to make grand finals, but you've got to... You've got to play well on Sunday night and grab that bloody trophy. Yeah, we've we've really appreciated your honesty, mate. The city, yeah, honesty in tough moments, you aim up, and your love for the club. Even sometimes when the club didn't love you, mate. So may that never happen again. You've you've lifted us all. Go well, mate. Now that's yeah, that's great. We get the job done Sunday night, heels, and we'll all be happy, mate. Yep, brilliant, Kevy. Kevy, thank you, mate. Good on you, thank you. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day.
Welcome back to the show. Uh, NRL update time. All thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Of course, the big news tonight is the uh, the Dally M's uh, in Sydney. Scotty Sattler, uh, you'll see his lovely melon on the TV tonight. He will be there. Um, Payne Haas, is he the favourite with the bookies? Uh, he was leading the Dally M leaderboard with 30 points when it went into hiding. That'll make it, if he hangs on, and he's had a ripper of a season, if he hangs on, he'll be the first front rower in the history to win the award. Well, will he be? I think he will be. I don't know. You'll know better than me. 0457 736 736. Sean Johnson's got to be there. He's got to be thereabouts. He was prominent in most of the wins from the Warriors this year. So you reckon? I reckon he'd be taking a few points. And there wasn't really anyone else from the Warriors taking points from him. But will it be Payne Haas? Or will it be Sean Johnson? I'm thinking it might be Sean Johnson getting the chockies tonight at the Dally M's for the player of the year. Payne Haas, by the way, caught up with uh, Pat Welsh at Red Hill during the week. Uh, he'll join us next. That's uh, an NRL update. Local business, the value's having yours. That's why the trade trusts might attend. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. See the tattoo on your leg, respect all, fear none. It's pretty much what you've got to take into this weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I've probably lived by since I was a kid. And, um, you know, obviously this week I'm um, just trying to enjoy it, but not fear the week and not get caught up in it. So, um, you know, we've got a game at the end of the day on Sunday to win. And yeah, it's cool getting into a grand final, but it doesn't mean nothing if you don't get the win. So, yeah. Mate, staying here, probably sacrifice money to stay in Brisbane. Premiership success was obviously key for you. What does it mean to have a moment like this? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, something you dream of as a kid, and um, yeah, you've seen all these crazy fans out here. Um, they've been loyal to us for the last few years, and oh, sorry, and um, just yeah. So just want to win this Sunday for them, and yeah, bring that trophy back. Do you have to pinch yourself for the club's back on the grand final stage so quickly after that season, like 2020? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I don't think it's really sunk in yet that we're playing the grand final. I feel like if when we get to Sydney, it will. But yeah, it's just crazy seeing all this amount of support we've got, and um, yeah, it's just real cool. So. Club's got plenty in the lead-up, but so too is the coach. I mean, you gonna, do you feel for him a little? You know, just Yeah, that he's he's been able to get you guys to this level now. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah, it's crazy um, how much scrutiny he went through um, the last few years, but, um, you know, Kevy deserves all the respect and love from everyone what he has this year, and I feel like he should be a daily coach of the year, to be honest. So, um, you know, obviously Kevy's a big part of why we're here now, and, um, yeah. You too, I suppose, and we've spoken about this before, you've been able to compartmentalise a lot of things that go on in your life, haven't you? Yeah, um, obviously, been doing that since I was probably a kid. Um, you know, obviously, I don't really want to try and bring that energy to the boys and try and put it away when I come in to train and just have fun, put a smile on my face, so, yeah. You said Kevin's been a big part of this. He's obviously been on grand finals with the Broncos. Mate, what advice has he had to you guys this week? Uh, just to enjoy the week and... Um, no, obviously, yeah. Just enjoy it with the boys, take it day by day and don't get caught up in it. Um, you know, there's so much media stuff and it's not normal, like a normal week of footy, but um, yeah, just don't be caught up. We've still got a job on Sunday, so. Okay, you probably already answered this, but just uh, given where the club was at in 2020, wooden spoons on the field across the road to what you're seeing here today, I mean, what does it mean to you guys as the players? Yeah, it means a lot. Um, obviously, that was a dark time in our careers and um, our footy careers and uh, we're only young then, but uh, we're here now, we're stuck at it and I'm just proud of the boys, so yeah. 
Happens every week. They find another prop to come against you. You and Fisher Harris this week. This will be fun, won't it? Yeah, um, it feels like everyone's always matching me against someone else every week. But yeah, it's been happening since 2019, since I made my rookie year. So um, yeah, it's another challenge. Pretty cool, and I just can't wait for it. So yeah. thank you, mate. Best of luck. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Time for a sports update for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. The third ODI uh, is on tonight. So it's on now. Between Australia and India, it's the last game before Australia selects its squad for the one-day International World Cup, which kicks off next Thursday night. So it uh, be interesting. I think we'll get a good look at what Australia um, are thinking with regards to their squad uh, tonight. Great game. Fantastic. Uh, the AFL, how about this for news? The AFL is leaning in the direction of commemorating Ron Barassi by putting his name on premiership medals rather than the cup. That means this year's winners would take home a Barassi. I love it. I absolutely love that. I, I think the man deserves everything he gets. He, As a Swan supporter, he changed AFL in Sydney. It was a basket case. And he came along for a couple of years as, as the head coach and made the club professional. And I, I, I'll always be grateful for the work that Barassi put into to the Sydney Swans. He's not just the Swans. He's done it with a lot of clubs throughout his career. Um, the league is working through that idea with his family, but believe it would be fitting. What do you reckon? I think it's perfect. 0457 736 736. Trust Red Energy's Aussie team to look after you. Call them today for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Hey, before we go, up next, Saturday caught up with Craig Gow, his former teammate at the Panthers, just to get his thoughts around this week's grand final. That's up next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yep, 2003 grand final victory. A lot of things happened in that game, uh, including something with a man in the studio. And I have no doubt a lot happened, well, on the on the field with this guy we're well, about out. to talk to. And the, the off guy the we're field. about to talk to actually nearly had his eye poked out in that game. By who? By an opposition player. Is that Craig Gower? Welcome to Sports Day. Is that true? Name and shame. <laughs> uh, don't get, well, it is, but I don't know actually who did it. I was just... Um... <laughs> I think it was in a tackle or something, just come out and just got a finger in the eye and she went up a little bit. But um, the other day we, we, we got the job done. We had a couple of blokes that uh, did something during the game and I remember, um, got G- the job Yeah, we remember when uh, when he got poked in the eye and his eye was completely shut. It was, it was in the first half. And so we were all standing around him, myself and Ryan Girdler. And <laughs> I said, Roddy, hey, well, Girds, I'll, I'll go to 5'8". And, and uh, Preston, you go to halfback. And, and he's... Gowie's sitting on the ground, our, our skipper, and he goes, would you guys effing shut your mouth? <laughs> I'm not going off. <laughs> we, we thought he was gone for all money, but, yeah, in the end, he, he raised the trophy. 
Hey, Gary, I want to hear, uh, and Sats tells some wonderful stories about the days of playing for the Panthers. What are we going for, a three-peat mm. this week? Is, is, the, yep. is, is the community just sick of grand finals or are they as excited as the, the, the first of the three-peat? Well, I think so, Jace. I think, you know, um, you know, when they don't make the next next one, if they don't make the next one, I think they'll be just disappointed, you know. So, um, you know, so I think it's just it just shows you what's actually gone in behind the scenes over, you know, a number of years to to put themselves in a position where they're actually competing, you know, week you know, year in, year out and, and um you know, it helps having having players like Nathan and you know, um, you know, you know, a heap of other boys that come through the system and so forth. So, uh, you know, you know, you got Liam Martin there has been on fire. You know, obviously a lot of blokes, even though that he's not from the area, but he's been in the system for quite a long, long time. And you know, arguably we got one of the greatest front rollers to go around at the moment um, as well. So, you know, you know, they've got a sensational team. And but the thing is, they've just got so much belief in what they do and uh, their systems they've got and when these young blokes have the opportunity, they know what's required of them and they come in and do the job, which is uh, just shows you, you know, how well the system is actually working. I'm going to ask both of you this question. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to us footy fans that these young players nowadays, no fear, and we saw it with Reese Walsh last week, through that intercept and then, you know, five minutes later he's setting up tries and scoring tries and whatever. Is there a big difference between the players back in 2003 when you guys won a premiership to the players running around now? Gowie, you first. Well, no, I don't think so. I think it's it's the same sort of mould. You know, we we had some experienced players. We had a few of us that come through the juniors, but we had outside sources, and then we had an influx of young kids that come through, and which actually just moulded the team together to make the team as it, as it is. So, um, you know, there's, there's certainly a... There's, there's probably more coming through the system down at, at the moment than, than what we did back then. So it just shows you what um, how well that, that system's going. Yeah, they're just as brash and confident now as what they were back then. I mean, Lewis and Rooney and those guys, they just they had so much confidence as 18, 19-year-olds. Now, Gowie, grand final week, it's... It's quite a nerve-wracking week. Uh, it doesn't matter how experienced you are, but I suppose the Panthers players are used to this week, so they just fall into the same preparation. But for the Broncos, it's it's a tricky week, isn't it? How to how to really juggle your your expectations and your emotions. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true, Sats. But I, you know, I, look, I think back then when we went through that experience, you know, we sort of we just we loved it. You mm. know, like it was one of those things where we had that much confidence in what we're doing at that time. Well, it was just another week and we actually really enjoyed it. You know, we, you could see by the way we were in the sheds together and, and the rest of it where, you know, blokes are, you know, just having a good time and enjoying the, enjoying it. Now, I'm not too sure with the Broncos, you know, I'm not, I'm not in that sort of interest to see how they were, are, but, you know, they might just embrace it. Like, you know, all this talk about you need to lose one before you win one, it's all bullshit, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's, it's whoever can take these big moments and, and, and roll with them. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be an unbelievable game. Two, two, two of the best teams all year. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the, the packs go at it. Uh, you know, you've seen the way that Fish Harris and Leota started last year's uh, grand final where they just blew Paramount off the park. Is that going to be the same case? Well, that's going to be the interesting thing. And it's whoever forward pack 
can give their halves enough time to create and, and be able to play their, their own game. So it's an intriguing matchup. And, you know, when you look at the two, the two fullbacks, uh, Dylan Edwards is, you know, he's just an out-and-out effort player. And uh, you see Reese Walsh, he's got the flair and he's got the speed to, to really hurt you. So it's, uh, you know, setting, setting up for a cracking game. Now, Nathan Cleary, I know you've had a, a lot to do with him, Gary, over the years. He's a he's a wonderful young man. He's a great player. But by the time he re- retires and finishes his, his career, where do you think he could possibly sit among some of the great halves in the game? Oh, certainly up there. That's, you know, like, you know, for me, I always look at Andrew Johns because of what Joey could do on a field. Um the way he's seen the game, you know, he, the way he could create defensively, he was just an all-round player. Now, Nathan's the same way. Um, I think the only step now Nathan needs to do is is um, dominate in Origin. You know, if he does that, then he's certainly he's certainly in that you know top frame of one, two, or three anyway. You know, so um, he's had a fantastic career so far. You know, just the way that he dedicates himself to to getting better and um, you know. They've got an opportunity to become one of the best teams that to ever, ever, you know, grass the, the football field, mm. you know, up with Parramatta. So, mate, if they can do that, you know, that's it's certainly a, a wonderful accomplishment. But uh, it certainly goes a, a long way of, you know, for him, you know, being one of those, you know, those top top three halfbacks of, of all time. Now, the Panthers go into the game probably a little bit more vulnerable than they've been before in previous years with injuries. Are, are you concerned... Is there a small part of you that's concerned about the Panthers with Luai's shoulder and Tungor just returning from a pec tear? Uh, there, there is. That's because you know, you know, I'm not, well, I don't want to really give away what, what I'd be doing, but you know, if I'm if I'm Brisbane, like if I was Melbourne, I, I can't believe Melbourne didn't run Nelson the mm. solo man, like at you know, just on the edge of his shoulder every every time because you know a shoulder problem like that, you don't want to be going out. So you want to be trying to keep your, your arms close to your, close to your chest. So it's, um, you know, and, and they got him off and, and, and the rest of it. So there's, you know, I'm sure he'd be going for an op at the end of the year, but he just needs to get through one more game. Mm. Um, but he, he's a pivotal, pivotal part to Penrith. You know, he, he leads off, off the back of Nathan and he'd done, he done a great job. He did his job really well on the, on the weekend. So, um, you know, it's certainly it's certainly dangerous for the team, but you know they got through that last last week, and hopefully they can get through it again. Right, yeah. Too much serious footy talk. I'm over this. I like to talk about post match celebrations. I don't know if you heard this uh, over the weekend, Gowie. This was on SEN post game uh, when Katoni Staggs was asked a question by Andrew McCulloch. Have a have a listen to what he had to say. Uh, when asked the question. Can you give the listeners a bit of insight on what a week would be like with Katoni Stags if the Premiership came home? Can you tell them what you'd be like? Oh, there's only one way to find out. If you see me around, come with me. <laughs> now, I reckon you blokes, and there's there's legend that mm. Craig Gow is one of the great celebrators. Was he Outstanding. The, was he the best at the Panthers in 2003, Sacks? Well, I want to ask you this, Gary, because... Trent, Joel Clinton claims that he was the one that went the longest grand final week. He, he was the last man standing. Trent Waterhouse claims he was as well. Please. But Hold my beer. I want to put this rumour. I want to debunk it yeah. right now. When, when did you finish up? Um, yeah, 
I couldn't. Re- I can't really call that. <laughs> we had the presentation on th- Wednesday days. night. Couple, I remember that. A couple of days, anyway. Mm. But yeah, Trent Waterhouse claims, or Joel Clinton claims, yeah. he was the last. Well, was, I think it was. Yeah, well, we'll get tattoos and everything, you know. Like, <laughs> so it, was all, it was all over the shop. So who was, hide, um, we hijacked the bus? Yeah, who we did hijacked that? the bus? Who did that? Well, that then, and that, that was after. That was after. Mate, that was that was that was me, Gerds, and um. Who yeah, there was house. Someone there was else. there was about. And then it? and then we went back and had a fight at that. Yeah, well, me and Gerds were punching on it at the uh, at the <laughs> at, when we went back at the um, at the ground. So that was interesting. So. When we're all when we're all dressed up like like, like rappers and all the rest of it, you know. So it was uh, a special time. But I, it was funny because last year I went back to the club after with the boys when we were, they were celebrating at, at the club, and it was actually rubbish. It was rubbish compared to what what we went through when back in '03 when there was like ten thousand people in there. They were all standing on the poker machines, and everyone was having a good time. It was just really subdued, you know. So. I think I'll be, I'll be staying away this time. Hey, remember we grabbed James Hooper, who was working for the Daily Telegraph at the time. He's only a young journo. And we grabbed him and took him on the bus. Hey, Gow, you grabbed him and he sat on the bus and he basically spent the whole Sunday night. He was actually on stage while we were celebrating as, <laughs> as part of the team. Can you remember that? Oh, uh, hey, well, let's not go into that because we might get him in trouble. But he... Um, he, 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 yeah, he, he, I think he got reprimanded for that because uh, the, old, the old Paulie Ken had to come out and grab him, and uh, he wasn't he, he wasn't in very much uh, a good nick to be writing a story for the Telegraph. But anyway, um, but he, a very good celebrator there, uh, old, old hoops, which is always good. Back in the days when you were really good friends with journos, and you just yeah, they would hang out, wouldn't yeah, they? Absolutely, have yeah, a beer with them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say only some journos there, Josh. Only some journos. <laughs> yeah, mate. right. Yeah, of course. Uh, mate, what a game. Panthers, Broncos, yep. Sunday night, a core stadium. It's going to be a rip. It's the grand final we want to have. Two very good teams. Good luck to the Panthers uh, for you, Gowie and Sats, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Nah, thanks, boys. Have a good one. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment.